Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. You know the motor the man's, man's talking, talking to you and me. They did a good job, KBC, doing that. They did. Uh, it never gets old. Yeah, that's right. It gets old. Just a, <laughs> Well, never mind. Welcome back, everyone, to the Motor Men Show, where we put the romance back into all types of vehicles, cars, boats, airplanes, motorcycles. And, yes, we have a motto. We have a motto with a passion for sharing, sharing with you the information we've accumulated over the last couple of years about you know, motorized things. I mean, it's, we use them every day. We take them for granted now. It used to be we accessorize our vehicles, make them look nice. Now nah, it's just A to B. People, young kids don't get involved with it anymore. Well, the government made it, made it hard to do that. Yeah, that's true with all the smog and things. And you put an air cleaner on it, it voids the warranty. Or That's right. You put an active in the oil now, it voids the warranty. Or right. fuel system. Folks, be careful about that. Read the owner's manual. You know, the Mustang didn't come with an owner's manual. You had to go online to read the owner's manual. <laughs> I mean, God, I mean, you know. You don't, don't, you don't have time for that. No. And in fact, folks, do you have an unusual car? Some of you like to share with us, the motor men here? Give us a call at 1-800-222-KABC. 1-800-222-KABC or 1-800-222-5222. We got NASCAR. We got NASCAR in town. Oh. At the, over there at the Coliseum, if you guys want to great watch some tight, tight, tight banging turns. Quarter mile. They claim it's a quarter mile track. I, I don't, don't know, know if it's that. I'm a big NASCAR fan. That's how I got started. I wanted to be a NASCAR driver and then come to California for three months and still here. You didn't have the cowboy hat like the king, so. No. <laughs> I should have. Uh, that would have made you out, you know, big. stand out a anyway, little bit. Anyway, welcome back, everyone, <clears throat> to the Motor Man Show. Uh, you don't want to mention, you know, some shows I really like on KBC. Leo Terrell in yeah, the evening. He's good. He, he's, you he's know, good. I'm so happy for him. I've known him a long time, Leo Terrell. And he does, you know, now he's become very popular. He's a lot on the news shows around the country. And he's a smart, smart guy. And and he's, he's actually, I like to say, a good friend. I used to see him all the time in the studio when I was over at the other KBC studio. And John Phillips and Randy Wang, Randy, I think I pronounced his name. Randy Wang is a is a real funny guy, and he does a he does a good job when John's not in. But John and them, they really, they really get to the bottom of everything. What's going on around the city here, with the mayor and all of these things. So, it goes on and on and on. Uh, oh, let's go. You know, I'll talk. I think. Uh, Talk about catalytic converters, but I mentioned that because I see a call coming up about catalytic converters. So I'll I'll say what I was going to say to uh, get a Alice. So Alice, you stay tuned, and this I'll come to you when we get Barry, and then we go to Ron, and then Alice, and we have a couple of lines open at one eight hundred two 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 K A B C. Good morning, Barry. Hello, Hello. Motorman. Uh, long time listener, but first time caller. Well, thank you. Call more often. Well, I don't have that many problems. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're not a doctor's uh, office. I, 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 I try to keep it that way, too. 
And the you're smart man. Uh, I'm calling because my son-in-law and myself have an ongoing argument uh, regarding our trailers. Uh, we we both uh, take our uh, our sand rails out to the Imperial Sand Dunes. Uh, he has two of them in a stacker trailer. I only carry one 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 vehicle in the trailer, and. Uh, he has a stacker? His, his, his trailer has four tires on it, and uh, every year there's one or two blown out tires shredding, and uh, I keep telling him to put better tires on. He says he's got the best trailer tires, and the, the load ratings are within the, the weight of his trailer, and uh, he, I, I tell him to put truck tires on there and uh he says truck tires can't do the job and i i kind of thought they'd be better than trailer tires and that's the reason why i'm calling you for the expert opinion well if he's getting the tires then it's disintegrating they're getting hot then that's what they're getting hot and he's got too much weight on that and it's creating a lot of heat oh they're underinflated. And that's what happened. When you see the tires all over the freeways and the highways, when they're low on fuel, on pressure, air pressure, then they get hot, and then they start disintegrating. But you should have heavier weight trailer tires on for the trailers. He's got the, he, I'm, I'm sorry. He's got he's got the best trailer tires, and and he does keep the pressure exactly as recommended on the tires, and uh, so. I'm back to the same question. Will truck tires work on the trailer uh, safely and and well? Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> I think they have a thicker sidewall. They got more more plies on the sidewall. That's correct. Now the problem with trailers that you got a lot of tires kicking up stuff until it gets to the trailer. So you got the front tire kicking up something, and the back tires flips it over somewhere, and then it gets to the front tire of the trailer. And then it swings out, and there's just a little bitty room of that back tire. Because normally I blow out my right rear tire because it's close yeah, to the side, because yeah. it's close to the, the shoulder of the side of the road. But truck yeah, tires are good. The, even before the tires blow, we've seen the, uh, the steel wire actually sticking right through the tires. And he's got an alignment problem. Yeah. He's got. He's got four wheels on there. He says he's got four tires, trailered, and one of them is out of alignment. He's got a whole big line. He goes down and he sees the steel coming out. That's why it's blowing out because the tire's not aligned. It's creating a lot of heat and it separates. It needs to get it aligned. Ever he built that trailer did not align those wheels properly. Oh, Period. Wow. Period. I never thought about that one. So the so the one. one so one, some of the wheels are skidding as they're going. That's right. correct. That is correct. Wow, wow that's a great uh, suggestion. Uh, I'm going I'm I'm to go ahead and present it to him. Well, that is the problem. I can tell you now, if you see the steel coming out of one and not some of the other, that one wheel is not in alignment and going on the straight road. And plus it creates heat and heat disintegrates the tire. There's your problem. Wonderful. Thank you for the information. My pleasure. That's what we're here for. Yeah, the problem with trailers, they put U-bolts. 
right on the axle and then you hit bumps and so forth and then it starts yeah, it moves it moves the axle. It moving maybe a quarter of an inch and it'll do a lot of damage yeah a quarter of an inch wears not the much, tires out and, uh, but it's a lot that's a lot that's doing the trade you're absolutely right son sometimes okay well no you're right let's <laughs> go speak to ron then we're gonna go to alice ron and uh baldwin park welcome <laughs> Hey, good morning, guys. Love to listen to you guys show every Sunday morning, and uh, thanks for all the great information. You like you, guys, uh, you like the jokes? <laughs> I don't oh, know any jokes. Too many know. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> all jokes are great, man. No matter what, it's, it's, it's all, as long as you can put a smile you know, on someone's face. Smiling is what it's all about. You got to laugh a little bit with all what's going on in the world today. Laughter is the best medicine. Oh, isn't that the truth? You know, I, I tell you guys, it's uh, last week I was the last person probably going to be on. You guys uh, signed off for the day, but uh, you're talking about the first cars you ever got. You know, when you when you first started driving, and my first car was a 1966 Ford Mustang V8 uh, Pony Interior, and and my mom and dad bought it brand new, and my uh, uh, mom became a grandma in 1970. My dad died in '69. And she gave it to my sister, which turned around and parked it on her carport. And it sat there for five to six years. And when I became old enough to drive, I was asking my my mom, hey, let me ask sister if I can have the car. She goes, no, 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 no. Finally, I asked my sister. I said, hey, can I have the Mustang if you're not going to drive it? She goes, yeah, you can have it. <laughs> and it had flat tires and everything on it. And, and uh, so I, all my buddies went over there, and we were, we, were, we uh, I talked to my brother-in-law. He goes, Ron. He goes, I work for IBM. He said, I uh, I get great discounts on tires. You get some, and you'll get some Michelins. I said, oh great, you know. So I, hey, I put nice tires on it. I put some Krager rims on it, you know, and it just made it look like you know a little bit. I put some some air shock, a little bit of air shocks on it, you know. I didn't do hardly anything to it. I just left it all stock basically, and uh, the car looked sharp, and so. Um, that's what I had. And, and, uh, um, my buddies, I were, or I went to Knott's party farm one day and coming home, it was raining. And I, you remember the tiger paws and the Michelin's, the oh, big yeah. commercial, the, yeah, yeah. And so I told my buddy, Lenny, I said, Hey, we're coming off the off ramp. And it's like an L off ramp. It's really sharp. I said, watch how these things, these things grab. And we come off the freeway and my car spun and spun <laughs> and I stopped. I was so lucky. I stopped like maybe a half a foot in front of the car coming on. And I was going, these, and my buddy Lynn was screaming. He was, oh, man. I said, these tires are supposed to grip. They're tiger paws. And Those tiger and, paws uh, weren't so, gripping. <laughs> no, they weren't. So I got home, and I called my brother-in-law. I said, what kind of tires did you tell me to get? Because, Ron, you dummy. <laughs> you know, that's, that's marketing. <laughs> and, oh, it's all marketing. Well, Everything's marketing. Yeah, Everything today you know, is marketing. Yeah. I see all the watching television now. Speaking of marketing, it goes away from car. All the medicine. If you take this medicine, next commercial, you take this vitamins and this. I don't. I don't have to eat fruit anymore, and I don't have to do vegetable. vegetable. I take a pill. But it's one commercial after the same one. Next, next break, next break. They spend a fortune just advertising, and then Uh. you got the guy advertising sleep. You know, just one (laughs) thing. Yep. Yep. Uh, Governor talking about sleep. Well, there used to be a lot of like uh, oil treatments and uh, yeah, snake oil be, stuff. Yeah, I used to, you know, advertise a lot of that stuff that I thought worked at, at times. Back then, it did, you know. But right, uh, right, it, it's different, different world now, different world altogether. Oh, sure is, sure is. But the great thing of the story is, I still have the Mustang. It's oh, in nice. the garage. 
Good yeah, for you. all my buddies sold their uh, all my buddies sold their cars, and I just went to my 45th um, uh, uh, reunion, and they couldn't believe I still had my car. Good for you. <laughs> nah, I wish I wish I had kept. Dad's, you know, I wish I'd have kept some of my cars. You know, just yeah. Start having children, yeah. children, cause <laughs> we, I ruined it for you. <laughs> When you start having a family, you can't keep all these cars. No. Oh, I know it. I had a Porsche, and I got, I got, and I, I got married, and 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 there's only a two seater, and, and then I had a child, and I had to get rid of the Porsche. I had to get a better car for for, for the baby. Well, I got married, I had a Corvette, <laughs> two seater. Oh my goodness! Yes, yes, yeah. yep. That's what the Porsche was. Two I had, to, I oh, I had to sell it to get bedroom furniture. We were sleeping on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. Oh, we had a mattress days. on the floor. Oh, oh those were the days, oh. but they were fun days. <laughs> Thank you, you Ron, for the call, huh? Ron. Thanks, Ron, so much for the call. We appreciate it. <laughs> that leaves the line open at 1-800-222-KBC. We come back, Alice, we come right to you about catalytic converters. So you bought a new car, truck, or SUV. It's your dream vehicle, but you keep going back to the dealership with problem after problem. Now you're wondering if you've made a huge mistake, but you already signed the contract. What in the world can you do? Friends, let me share some very important information about how to protect yourself if you brought a vehicle that is still under warranty, but it's a lemon. You know it when you keep going back to the dealership with problems that affect safety, its use, or even its value. The good news is that California Lemon Law was created to protect you, the consumer. It covers more than vehicles. Essentially, if it's still under full factory warranty, you can have a claim and you don't have to pay a single penny. My friend, and I call him a friend because he's one heck of a nice guy, Cal and an honest man. Cal Tracy handles Lemon Law cases where you don't pay a dime for his legal help. If a settlement is reached, a manufacturer is responsible for the attorney fees. Now that's more like it. In fact, don't wait another day to break free of that lemon to get into a new vehicle. Just call attorney Kyle Tracy to talk about your case. Phone calls are absolutely free, and all it takes from you is to make that first call. The number is 866 is the area code, 434-6774, 866-434-6774. Let Cal Tracy get you out of that lemon and into a new vehicle that won't cause you such a headache. Call Cal Tracy again as 866-434-6774. And to find out more, just go to ilemonlaw.com. And don't forget the I in ilemonlaw.com. And just tell them the motor men sent you. That was really good music back then. Just makes you start moving. <laughs> good I hear music. You. Okay, let's go back to the phones. The KBC Talk Radio time is 9.23 on a beautiful, beautiful Sunday morning. A little damp outside. I don't know if it's raining out now or not. I doubt you, it. You won't be gone long, will you? Check. <laughs> go check. <laughs> no. Okay, let's go and speak to Alice in Southgate. Alice, welcome. Thanks for holding Good on. Morning. Oh, you know what? Patience is a virtue, and I have plenty of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alice. <laughs> Good morning, Motorman and Lance and Eggbot. Good morning, yeah, and Eggbot. I wanted to let you guys know, I called you when they stole our um, catalytic converter off of our 2003 um, GMC Sonoma. There's a place in Huntington Park. It's on Gage. It's called Mike's Performance. And they build um, anti-theft boxes. 
Yeah, we paid like two or three hundred dollars for this box to go over it to cover the catalytic converter to keep from getting stolen. Yes. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of things. The weld plates underneath there, and uh, well, the uh, I mentioned with- razor wire, and and it's just uh, I don't know. It's a, it's such a big business. The problem the problem with catalytic converters they get too hot. That's the big that's the biggest problem of why we can't do a lot of stuff with them because they get so hot. The box. Right. Might be okay, but is your floor heating up? I mean, there's there's some issues there. I don't know how that box you know, works, but uh, you know what? There's there's breather holes on it because um, there's openings where the you where the pipes are. It's just the the converter that's covered. But I mean, we haven't had no problems, and we've driven the truck you know around and pretty far and on the freeway and no issues at all. That's good. Actually, my neighbor told me about it because they, they've taken the catalytic converters off of their trucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I belong... That's illegal. I belong to, like, the oh, Anaheim Buzz. <laughs> I belong to the Anaheim Buzz on Facebook and Instagram, and I belong to the Ring. They have the Ring video uh-huh. thing, and I, I'm not kidding, Dad. It's every other day there's a catalytic converter. Yeah. Every other yeah, day, there's a catalytic, it's, and it's right next to the freeway. So they they go into the areas, they get it, and they get on the freeway and go. You know, yeah, and you know what? We're not far from the 710 freeway. It happened two years ago, and you know, my husband, uh, I mean, he sleeps, but this time he said they caught me. He says I didn't hear him, but they were saying how they're using the, you know, the uh, electric sawzaws. Mm-hmm. The police officer's telling me that they cover it up with a thin cloth so they could still cut through it, and it takes away the noise. Yeah, to cut the noise out, but here... Here's some stats on that. Approximately 1,600 catalytic converters were stolen in California each month last year. California accounts for 37% of all catalytic converter thefts nationwide, he said. It's just amazing. If I can can help anybody, you know, get something that they can afford to at least protect it for a while, because we lucked out on this. I found a catalytic converter for $300 through Napa Parts for this truck. And then the guy caught, co- it cost me a total of $600 to replace everything. You're lucky. You're lucky. Yeah, because most I, of the new I cars. was very worried. You know, you guys give a lot of good advice. And like I said, my brother-in-law was a mechanic and my husband learned. So I know not to get swindled. So I will, like I said, even the mechanics don't like me when I talk to them about things. <laughs> well, you're a smart lady. Because you, I, I called in about my Chevy Cruze and GMC brought that back. I had a problem with um, George Chevrolet because they said, that, the guy goes, I'm not doing you no favors. I said, you're not doing me no favors. I'm telling you what's wrong because I've been in here four times. And the guy didn't want to help me. So now, if you have an I S- took care if, of that. If you have an SUV, truck, not, not a sedan. I mean, you can do a sedan, but they don't get sedans. They get the SUVs, the smaller ones, the, the crossovers to the SUVs to the trucks. Well, this usually after, also after the vehicle's been sitting for a while because they are hot. I mean, you can't touch a catalytic converter for an hour after you cut the engine off. You can't even touch it. In the early days when uh, engines running too rich, the catalytic converter would literally glow. It would light up the ground. In fact, they outlawed them for driving over any off-road because it would start a fire oh, from yeah. the from the heat from there. But they've got it protected. They've got heat shields on them now and things of this nature. Well, thanks so hey, much for your call. And I got a Beach Boy song for you, Leon. You need to play I Can Hear Music. Sorry, Lance. That oh. Beach Boy song I do like. Come on. Come on, Alice. <laughs>
No, thanks, well, Alice. I need all the help. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for all your right. call, Alice. You have a great day, Thank my you. dear. Call any time. Bye-bye. Love you. <laughs> She's a nice lady. Very car. She knows a lot about what's going on with her car. Let's go and speak to, uh, is it Steph? Steph in Granada Hills. Welcome. Hey, Leon. How are you? Doing well, Steph. How can we don't, help you? Don't forget about me, Steph. Oh, Lance. Oh, hey. <laughs> Lance, how are you? Oh, okay. <laughs> the dynamic duo. I, I don't want to be left out. Well, I'll throw the question out there to both of you. I have a 1957 Thunderbird that I inherited from my dad, the original owner. Beautiful. And, uh, yeah, the Storm is Blue. Mm. And uh, it's it's all original. Uh, he put an air conditioning in there. I took it out. <laughs> I'm you never going to put the You got the porthole on this roof? No, it doesn't, which I think makes it more rare. It, he he uh, he bought it from Shafee Motors for four one thousand dollar bills in November of nineteen fifty six. Mm. Oh, it came oh, with the early it. early top on it because all fifty sevens had the portholes in the roof. Right. Yeah. Well, this was. He said they had three there: a blue one, a, a red one, and a yellow one. And uh, uh, this one didn't have the porthole. I was a T-Bird but, mechanic at Bill Froelich Ford, the only one. I some Ford, and I came to California in a '49 Ford with a '57 Thunderbird engine <laughs> in it. I put, <laughs> so I'm a real familiar with Thunderbirds. Well, okay. Here's what I got: the uh, the gas gauge wasn't working right. So I uh, I ordered a new sender, you know the the with the float and all. I put it in there and it worked for a little bit, and now it's just stuck on off. It says it's it's uh, it's empty. Hmm. How would I go about testing that? You got to get the wire off there. Well, here's how you here's how you test it. Uh, I hate to have you crawl underneath the car, but if you turn the key on, have somebody sitting in the car and looking at the gauge, you take the wire and ground it. And the ground it should go to full. And when you let take the wire off the terminal, make sure you just got to disconnect it from the unit at the tank itself. You ground the wire, it should go to full. If you take the wire off the ground, then it should go to empty. Now, somebody's going to have to sit in the car and tell you that. If it doesn't move at all, it may be a bad gauge. Right. So that's okay. how you're going to determine. That's a backyard way of me telling you how to do it without getting a big job, making a big job out of it. Well, I do have a, I have access to, to the, the center from the top. I, you know, you pull the matting back and it's got the ground and it's got a, a terminal post in the okay. middle. Just take so just the hot wire that. off, just the terminal, take it off, take it off. Okay. As long as you got access with the T-Bird, maybe you can see the gauge. I don't know whether you, you can, because you got to raise the trunk, but the, Anyway, you ground that wire, just touch it to any part of the frame or the ground wire, you know, and the gauge should go to full. If it doesn't, and take the wire off, it should go, the gauge should gradually go down to empty. So if everything, nothing else works, you may have a bad gauge on the dash. Now, that's sort of a backyard okay. way to check it, and it uh, will work. You know, that's, I love analog. Uh, is, <laughs> is there a fuse for that somewhere in line? Not necessarily. I don't know that it just a, works off the ground. Yeah, it? it just works off the grounding of it, and it, it's a simple system the way it works. The newer cars are more complicated. Newer cars are much well, more yeah, complicated. I mean, they got light that comes on if it gets low, and all of this stuff. But the T-Birds I mean, are real easy. Simple. 
Yeah. Simple. No, I know. I mean, it's like the, the manuals used to tell you where to the jacking points, the grease, how to set the timing, <laughs> the valves, everything else. And now the, the manuals tell you to don't drink the water out of the battery. <laughs> 18 thousandths on the valve guide clearance. So when you adjust the valves, it's 18 thousandths. You've done that before. Huh? Yeah. Many of them. Well, thousands of them. All right. Well, I appreciate you. And listen, when you get a chance, come on by the Valley Relics Museum again. We'd love to see you. Oh, I'll stop by. I go by there all the time. I'm by there yeah, all the got... time. I'm over in the prop park all the time. That's right there with you. Yeah. Well, I'll, um, I'll stop by. Stop by and fix, no, you, you, a, you, you fix you it for him. I appreciate it. All right. Appreciate your call. You have a great day, my friend. You too. Thanks all a lot, right. Leon. Bye-bye now. Okay. Bottom of the hour. Time yeah, for the, bottom of the hour. Time for the, the news. Hour. More of the motor men coming up. Okay, folks, I want to talk about somebody that I've known, and God, they're just great people. California Car Cover. California Car mm-hmm. Cover. Uh, they're amazing, amazing people. They give a lot of money for, for you know, collections. Charities. Charities and things of this nature. You know, New cars, classic car, trucks, van, SUVs, they they can cover they can cover it with their beautiful car covers, you know. They have a library of over a hundred thousand custom fit patterns. Looking to organize your garage for a new year? They got go jack systems, rolling tool carts, creepers will get you started. You know, keep your garage floor looking, well, looking like new with a G floor garage floor mat, the waterproof floor mat. You know, easily, they sent me this, easily without any messy, adheres nice and easy. Collectible steel and tin signs. I got them all over my garage. Just look, you know, make your car garage look really good and put you in the mood of the workshop because they do a lot of things. I was just reading this out of the manual there. And their Golden Shine product is, is second to none. Love that stuff. Second to none. I used that the other day. I used it on my plane. I did that in the car duster on the bike yesterday. Wow. She's it really works good. Now. They got so many things. It's just amazing, amazing company. And they do give a lot to charities. I'm trying to get you the information here. It's 1650 Vorger Avenue, Suite B. It's 1650 Vorger Avenue, Suite B in Simi Valley. And their phone number is 818-998-2100. I was just there. I think I told you a couple of weeks ago, I got a Corvette clock. Put it on the wall. It's all lit up. Was there a little box next to it? A little paper box? Paper box. Well, I can't tell you. (laughs) I mean, my garage has got a lock on it. And all those important papers are are completely hidden behind the car. (laughs) No, they're hidden behind the car. No, so anyway, they do a lot. I just bought this beautiful Corvette clock, and it's uh, all lit up. they got nice stuff. I love it. It looks in grind. In fact, I was talking to somebody. I can't mention the name right now. If they do it, they may want to do a TV show, a little shoot to me, and they're talking about cars, future of cars, and they'd maybe shoot it just in my garage. That'd be cool. So, so next Saturday, so I'll look into that. All that. You know, they're a great, great company. They've got so many things. Just go there, and if anything else, folks, just get their catalog. Just get their catalog, and you can have fun buying gifts for people, and everything's at good prices, and they're the best. That's California Car Cover. Just tell them the motor man sent you. Anna turned her nose up at that. (laughs) (laughs) I think we all do. And so did you. Okay. Let's go back to the phone. That'd be more fun here. Let's go and... 
speak to Jim. Jim's been waiting patiently there. Jim in Thousand Oaks, welcome. Hey, good morning, Leon and Lance. Uh, good morning. This is, I've, I've li- li- been listening to you for probably 35 or 40 years. Great. Well, thank you. Guy. Thanks for listening to KBC. And also, my first motor vehicle was a 1950 Whizzer. Oh, God, I told you, I was a wizard mechanic at 12 years old. I put them together yeah. for people. Firestone store in my hometown sold the kit, $35. Wow. That's oh, yeah. a lot of money, though. Put them on a swing bicycle, bolt right up to a swing bicycle. I can tell yeah. you all about building. We you know at the shop, I started selling the new yeah. ones. Sold the new ones. That's right. Sold you the got new your two ones. old ones at the Peterson Museum. Yeah, I donated them to the Peterson Museum. I restored. Oh. Now, I've seen them down there. They were they were mine. They're down in the bottom there. I donated them to the Peterson Museum. I restored those. Oh, great. Uh, reason I'm calling, I have a a friend that's uh, just passed away. He's a uh, uh, LAPD motorcycle cop and homicide detective, mm-hmm. and he has a garage full of toys. And his widow wants to get rid of some of them. Uh, one one thing he's got is a, a '95 Mustang with a 500 horsepower motor and and uh, all custom upholstery and everything, and another uh, around a '70 Pontiac that's that's very cherry and uh, I just don't want uh, her to get ripped off. And I'm wondering if you knew anybody that uh, would deal with something like that. Well, there's a lot of things she could look at. You know, there's go online. You can look at Kelly Blue Book and see what the value is it's just very tough for someone like that to have people come over to your house and look and then they it's it it needs a, a middle guy to do that i mean you uh, got some nice car are they good shape and stuff oh yeah they've been garaged uh well he's been ill least for quite a while they've been garaged for at least five years and they're all covered up and he takes them down, and he used to take them down and polish them, but he never drove them. <laughs> so he had a 70 and Pontiac? He didn't want to let kids have the Mustang, but he's afraid they get hurt on it. So I just thought I could maybe help him. Well, I'll tell you who to call. Call Highline Motorsports. Highline Motorsports. Highline Motorsports. Speak to uh, to Rabbit. His name is Rabbit. <laughs> I've had him on the show here before. The rabbit, and I think his son's name is Eric. They run a, and all they sell deal is these cars. And they will oh. be honest with you. Norman I actually asked for Eric or Norman, you know, but he goes by the name of Rabbit. He always has. I've known him since I was 15 years old. And, and anyway, their phone number is 714 671 0800. Highline uh, Motorsports. What was it again? High, high Motorsports? Highline. Highline. Oh, Highline, okay. Highline but- Motorsports. Norman or Eric. And the phone number is 714 671 I think I wrote it down right. Yeah, I think I've got it here. Well, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. They'll take care of her, and they'll be honest, and she, they'll give them the best advice they possibly can. Where are they located? Are they in L.A. here? Yeah, they're in the, well, Whittier. I think they're out in the Whittier area. But they, okay. they, they'll handle it and give you a lot of advice. Great. 
Great. I'll give them a call. Okay. They're good people. Well, thanks a lot. All right. Thank you for calling, and you have a great, great day. Okay. From a couple there, good there. Let's see. Now we've got to go to Jerry. I think Jerry's been waiting patiently. Costa Mesa. Jerry in Costa Mesa. Jerry, welcome. Yeah. Well, you're telling stories about first cars, so I thought I would come back in and tell you about the story of our first car. 36 Ford Roadster with a Cadillac <laughs> engine and a LaSalle transmission. Ooh, now you're talking my language there. Yeah, well, we decided we came to uh, California on our honeymoon. We loved it so well. We were from Michigan. Went back to Michigan for one year. My husband made a uh, little trailer out of an old uh, Studebaker chassis <laughs> frame. Put it behind our 36 Ford Roadster, all our home belongings in it, and a new baby in a little baby seat on the floor. Oh, wow. I remember the baby seats now. <clears throat> when I raised my kids, even Lance, they had a little, all they did is little arms fold out, you click it on the seat, and it had a steering wheel with a button, beep, 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 you could push. It was just. <laughs> well, this simple. wasn't even that good. This was a little, like a little rocker seat that we put on the front floor. So she was between my legs from Michigan to uh, L.A. Those were the days. Those were the days. A Cadillac engine with a LaSalle transmission. That was the stick shift transmission for. They, oh, yeah. A lot of guys used the LaSalle because they were heavy duty, big gears inside. Yeah. Cadillac had the well, more power. Well, it was the hottest thing in Michigan. He was a street racer and he loved street racing. Oh, that's illegal. <laughs> he, he did things illegal? And you married oh, a, a guy like that? He's probably running that moonshine. <laughs> you married a guy like that? Uh, gee, uh. Hey, listen, we went on to bigger and better things. We went into boats, and then we both learned to fly. So I had a Citabria. He had an A36. I mean, That's we what... were made for each other. Boy, you sure were. I tell you, God bless you. You're talking my language. See, now, I, <laughs> I didn't have a Citabria. I wanted one. That's an aerobatic airplane, folks. But I got yep. an A36. Yep. I got an A36, and I had a, a Great Lakes biplane. I used to fly down oh, the beach. Well. So I had a biplane, and I loved that thing. I'm like sorry I sold it. Snoopy. That's Snoopy. Snoopy yeah, well, you know, I I, I got a rating in a, in a uh, lake amphibian so that I could follow my husband. I, he was on a race from Quebec, Canada to Saint-Malo, France. So I decided I wanted to follow him out to St. Lawrence Seaway. So I went over to River or uh, Elsinore and got a seaplane rating. Good for you. I never did that. I never. I thought yeah. about it. I never got a seaplane rating. Oh, it was great. I flew. I followed them all the way out to St. Lawrence Seaway uh, to the Atlantic, and it was great. And I would uh, land as they were coming up to a mark. They had marks that they had to go around to get out. Right. And so I'd pull up in the seaplane and take pictures of them coming around the mark. Then I'd get back in the seaplane and take off. Except, you know, Canada was very sparse as far as places to get gas. So we'd stop in moose camps and all kinds of crap to get yeah. gas. I'd love, love to do uh, Alaska. Where they do they, the seaplane oh, yeah. and go fishing. Well, and yeah. Mom and I. Puddle jump. 
you know, your mom and yeah. I, we, we took a lot of trips to where? Not a lot. We took four or five trips to Alaska and took all the planes. Anytime there was a plane I wanted to go, we landed up there yeah. in some mountains and lakes. And Oh, yeah. yeah just Alaska great. was one of my favorites. We we took the A36 all the way to Guatemala with our kids one time for Christmas. If I ever get and married again, I'm going to go to Alaska. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not going to get married. No. <laughs> Uh, well, we we had a lot of really great times. We just went you from one, one adventure to another. So You've lived my life. Jerry, I love it. I just love uh, it. You're my kind of well, lady. Hey, listen, I, I'm writing a book, and when I get the thing done, I will send you guys a copy. Please. I'm love writing it. a book, uh, and the name of it's going to be Crash and Splash. Crash and because, Splash. Yeah, we had a lot of adventures, and we had a lot of Little splashes from time to time. That's great. So did I. Everybody wants me to write a book. When I start thinking of all the things I've done and live to talk yeah. about it, like you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, send me yeah, a copy as soon as you get it. Well, I will. And you guys keep up. Keep my, you make my Sundays. I listen to you every Sunday. I love all your jokes and all the stories. Well, God bless you, Jerry. Guys. She doesn't like your music, yeah. though. Yeah, she likes the music. Yeah, well, listen, I, I'll be giving you a call here probably in the next year or so. I've got a, a 70 Dodge Challenger SE in my garage that I need to restore. So I'll, I'll be needing a little advice on that. All right, give us a call. Thank okay, you. kids. Thank right, you, Jerry. Thanks so much, Jerry. I appreciate the call. She's a fun lady. Yeah. God, she was really right up your nice. alley. My, <laughs> listen, she's man. I loved it. Oh, got excited, folks. Are you looking to buy a new vehicle? Well, right now, Budget's having a huge make an offer sale. Budget has a great selection of very low mileage vehicles without the added dealer markup. The dealers are doing as a result of a major car shortage, as most of you know. Budget offers well-maintained executive lease returns, demos, and daily rental returns at very low, low prices. Budget also will take your trade-ins, paying top dollar as well as on-the-spot financing. And for the month of February, here's just a few examples of the 175 vehicles they have available for sale. They have a Honda CRV with only 3,000 miles. Or how about a Ford Edge with only 1,000 miles? Budget carries all makes and models. You know, looking for a low price vehicle? Well, Budget has cars starting at only $8,999. You know, my friend Phil, and he is a friend, I've known the family for a long time. Phil will take great, great care of you as he's had for over 25 years that I've known him. And for the month of February, Phil is offering a free Starbucks card with a valid test drive while supplies last. So, Harry, call Budget today. Their number, 562-407-2800. That's 562-407-2800. Folks, these are near new vehicles selling at used vehicle prices, or I should say used car prices. So call budget today, 562-407-2800. That's 562-407-2800. Just tell them the one and only Motor Man sent you. I like to dance. <laughs> no wonder those legs got good. I step on a lot of feet. <laughs> step on a lot of feet. Welcome back, everyone, to the Motor Men Show. Okay, let's go back to the phone. I love talking to these people. I've had a great time today. Made my week. Uh, let's go speak to Bill. Let's go speak to Bill. Bill, welcome to the program. 
Good morning. I kind of hate to ask such a basic question. It's been such a good show today between the Model A and the trailer and oh, the lady who just called in. Oh, she was a nice lady. I love that. And she, she lived my life, she basically. <laughs> well, and what, I've never seen both of you in a room together. Huh. <laughs> I wouldn't be the same person. You wouldn't get a word I'm in edgewise. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm here working on a 37 Cadillac D12 that you guys balanced the carburetors on when you still had the shop. Runs like a top still. Good. But I, I was uh, wondering, recently I purchased power steering fluid, and I noticed on the shelf that there's power steering fluid for Honda, power steering fluid for domestics, power steering fluid for imports, and one or two of them said, do not use transmission fluid, which <laughs> never occurred to me. Uh, and I was wondering, what is the difference between all these power steering fluids? Well, there's different additives for the way to see. They all went to rack and pinion steerings, and they had, and the rack and pinion used to be. I know this is hard for people to understand. It used to be a gearbox, and we, and in the gearbox, it was it was just ninety weight grease in there, same as differential. But then underneath, for the power steering, it just had a cylinder that helped you assist in the turn. But now, with the rack and pinion steering, it's one mechanism for everything. And it has different seals inside, different heat things for different... Some power steerings are closer to the engine. And I would assume, I don't know, you know, my opinion, is heat seals inside that they want it to uh, take care of. You know, protect the seals and things of this nature. What do you want to put it in? 37 uh, Chevrolet Traverse. And I've already replaced the power steering pump because I never mess around with brakes or power steering. So you've but got it, a rack and pinion on that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a 2011. It's a modern car. It's not like this Cadillac I'm working on. That's the grease. <laughs> well, any any of the... I, think, I don't think that would have any special fluid other than transmission fluid. See, transmission fluid is, you know, you can put water in it and it'd work, theoretically. Please don't do that, folks, whatever I've just mentioned. You could put water in it and... What the motorman said. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. I, I, you can put water in it and it will work for a short time. It will still, because all it does is build up pressure. Your pump builds up pressure and it's power steering assist. It doesn't turn for you. It just helps you turn the steering wheel as you're doing that. But so power steering fluid has a cleaning agent and it's clean, it's, it protects, it's good for rubber, the seals that are inside there. It's, and that's why they have different ones for Honda. They have different systems in there. Some of the power steering fluid. I think it's a little marketing too. Right. And what yeah. also, <laughs> some of the power steering runs the power brake system. Right. See? So, therefore, oh. it's a different. Some power steering, have, if you've got the Hydrovac brake system, which a lot of cars have, and a lot of trucks have, so the it. fluid works the p- power brakes as well as the power steering. So, there's just a little history about power like steering fluid. Yeah. Well, great. Thanks very much. Okay. Thank you, Bill. Thanks for calling. I hope, answered Bye, your, hope I answered your question there. Well, I'll, I'll look in the manual just to be on the safe side. Oh, and, absolutely. And make sure uh, you get but the right But some stuff. of them is power brakes. See when you power brakes. Right. Okay, let's see. Uh, uh, let's, let's see if squeeze. we can squeeze, squeeze Paul in. Paul from Monterey Park. We've got a, about a little over a minute together. 
Hey, Motorman. How you doing? Doing well, friend. My friend. Listen, I, I, I'm a member of the early Ford V8 club, and I just got an article. Um, my first car was a 39 Ford Standard Coupe when I was 13 years old, so I've been a gearhead all my life. But anyhow, the V8 Times came today. I read it cover to cover. There's a prank in there, and I don't know if any of us ever heard of doing this, but during 1945, one of our 90-year-old members, 90-year-old plus, tells a story of getting old, worn-out tires, and they'd wrap them like they're brand new. Retread. Retread. on the highway. <laughs> Retread tires. That was very common. Yeah. Well, they would wrap that, them like they were brand new tires. But they were bias plies, right? Weren't they bias plies? They were bias ply tires, and they were retreads, and I've used lots of them and sold lots of them. And, but well, then they is, outlawed them. Well, we're, this is a prank that they'd pull. They'd make them look like a brand new tire. They'd wrap them in that tape and set them along the highway over on Lakewood Boulevard over by... And sell them uh, as new? It used to be Orange Groves. Out there, Orange Groves in Downey, California. Well, that was very popular way back. Retreads were extremely popular. Uh, retreads were extremely, extremely popular in the 40s. But they're still 50s. doing it on the 18 wheelers. Yeah, some they're of them. doing that. Except on the front wheels. On the 18 right. wheelers, they won't do it on the front wheels. Thanks so much for your call. I appreciate your call. Man, that was a fast two hours. Oh, boy, it was a fast two hours. Folks, have a great week. Keep smiling. It's just a little curve that sets a lot of things straight. Have fun, everyone. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's What Women Binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. That's why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What Women Binge, wherever you listen.